Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Counter-terrorist Jack Quinn misses his target, Stavros, on the eve of his final mission. From there, he is sent to The Colony, a rebirth for presumed dead assassins. He breaks free from there and seeks, to the, seeks the aid of Yaz, a weapons dealer, for his final battle with Stavros. <laughs> yeah! This is Double Team. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And with us is our uh, special guest host on this episode... Uh, Brandon, care to introduce yourself? I am Brandon Reed of the podcast Basement Condition, nerdy kind of podcast where we talk about movies, video games, TV shows, and other nerdy shenanigans. Excellent. <laughs> uh, and and ask us plenty of awesome questions here on this podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for all the many questions. <laughs> Double team. Double team. Brandon, care, uh, care to share your thoughts right up front? Um, it was an interesting rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff goes on in this movie. Oh, a lot. <laughs> in the first, like, 20 minutes, we have, like, his last mission to him retiring, to him coming out of retirement, to him meeting uh, Dennis Rodman for the first time. To, it, it was just so much. Yeah. Like, oh. oh, don't forget yeah. his unborn son. <laughs> yeah. yeah There's a wife out of nowhere in, like, the south of France. <laughs> Oh, and her sculptures in the Louvre? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually wanted to do a sequel to this movie. Oh, God, yes. Oh, we, we figured out what the sequel would have been. Spoiler <laughs> alert, uh, at the end, he leaves his wife who's just given birth with uh, the evil doctor who's been taking care of her but works for the bad guys. So obviously the evil doctor's going to kidnap his wife. He never got back to her at the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't make it. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. We would be reviewing that. <laughs> with Dennis Rodman, he he just seems so out of place. <laughs> Supposed to be like the odd man out, but just it's such a weird movie. Are you yeah. talking about his? Being that weird. Are you talking about his uh, wardrobe choices or oh, his acting ability, or maybe a combination? <laughs> or his height. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. The this like six foot eight Rodman against five three Jean-Claude Van Damme or anybody else in this movie? I'm pretty sure Jean-Claude's IMDb says he's like 5'5". Five, 5'7 five. Yeah. <laughs> five, and a half. Yeah, he's not very tall. <laughs> uh, it really accentuated in this. But but we're already <laughs> skipping to the end and sequels and stuff. We we haven't even had our drink yet. Ooh, we should get a drink. Oh, get your drink on. Woo! Right. So this evening... Ooh, we're starting it off with uh, allegedly one of Brandon's favorites, Captain Morgan Spiced Rum. Eh? 
Mmm. We went and got a brand brand new bottle for you, buddy. Ooh. Oh, we, yeah. we we almost got the black rum. Yeah. I only drink the white rum because I'm house sitting and that's what's here, so oh, oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Free booze. So, so a toast to uh house owners and letting us raid their booze cabinet. <laughs> So do you drink yours with a mixer or on ice? I have a little bit of fruit punch mixed in with it. Oh, nice. Excellent. Uh, shower too. We got some uh, ice in here, but it looks super diluted with the ice in there. But but palatable. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's a little hot on this end, so we decided not to do shots. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty hot over here, too, so... Here, uh, you're... We're, you're calling from Ontario, Canada? What, what city in there? Uh, just outside of Toronto, so southern Ontario. Oh, nice. nice. Ah, that's where uh, our friend Kristen is from. Yeah, yeah, she's from... Uh, is she from a little town outside Toronto or I like Toronto? Her dad lives outside of Toronto, I believe. Hmm. Well, let's find out what city. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mmm. Smells nice and spicy. Smells hot. A lot of vanilla on that. Mm. Steve went in for a taste. Oh yeah, impressions. That's smooth. You say with usually when I have the have rum straight, it's like really hot. I almost can't even taste it sometimes. But dilute it on ice and stuff like a gentleman. It's a uh, <laughs> it's quite the flavor palette. How's you, Brandon? How uh, what what flavors do you get off of your rum and punch? <laughs> it's very fruity. <laughs> the it's very fancy. Nice. Mm. The red five definitely comes through and gives it a nice bouquet. Of <laughs> Is it almost like a punch to the f- mouth? Ooh. A little bit. I put quite a bit of rum in there, I won't lie. <laughs> I like to, you know, dilute just a scooch, but give a little color <laughs> the punch. <laughs> so he likes a, a rum, big, like, big fingers. And then the punch jumps out. <laughs> <laughs> a, a pinch of punch, if you will. <laughs> Excellent. So, all right, Double Team, 1997, starring, as the aforementioned, Jean-Claude Van Damme and uh, Monsieur Dennis Rodman. <laughs> um, the fine theatrical talent that is Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all those years at Juilliard really coming through. <laughs> uh, also directed by Hark Sui. Um, Who's he, Steve? Oh, wow. So I looked at his credits. Because uh, one thing about this movie, as you mentioned, there's a lot very quickly. Some of the cuts are just really awkward. <laughs> um, but it makes sense because he basically did dozens of martial arts movies. <laughs> this. And then back to martial arts movies. So it all makes sense. <laughs> did he, par- by chance, do Double Dragon? No. <laughs> no, somebody else did. <laughs> the one with uh, Scott Wolf and uh, the Iron Chef. Just, you know, thinking about <laughs> awful, awful movies. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Jack Quinn, played by Jean-Claude. Uh, basically, he's he's now retired uh, with, <laughs> with his bank accounts. Uh, I don't know. And his wife and daughter, the butterfly. 
Uh, no, wow, well, wife. No, his daughter. wife was the butterfly. The yeah, yeah. And she's pregnant with her unborn son. You're thinking of a different movie. Yeah, where did the daughter come from? There's no daughter in this. Because we've been watching a lot of movies lately yeah, with the daughter from Taken. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> help that every scene in this movie looks like it's ripped out of another action movie. Yeah. This one. Yeah, it, it, it's the weirdest thing because it's like, oh yeah, he's in Belgium now. Nope, nope, never mind. He's uh, over here in Rome. Uh, <laughs> all over the place yeah what was uh, the, there's a bunch of movies uh, like mostly like the uh, martial arts movies that are kind of like that where it's like well we have parts of a movie but we kind of <laughs> mix them up and throw a story in there we have four starts of a, sto- of a movie so let's just throw them in a blender and make one movie out of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but uh, so alright the opening scene with the <laughs> with with his last mission or whatever in that I, I don't even know what to call it the like long truck uh, amphibious thing Michig you, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about Brandon you destroyed that train Brent yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. how inconspicuous yeah exactly make the inconspicuous getaway and where, where's he even like Russia or something I forget I, doesn't yeah, matter it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't matter. even matter yeah. <laughs> So instead of like jumping the shark, they jump the truck and <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> or jump the train. I feel like that's not how physics work. But who do I? Who am I? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the scientists. Yeah. yeah, we're not scientists. We're just simple moviegoers who've yeah. seen a lot of movies. A lot of movies. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and so then uh, we're we're introduced to the wife. Uh, mm-hmm. I assume her name's just Butterfly or Papillon or something. So. Let's call her Papillon. You okay with that? <laughs> we'll call her Papillon? That sounds good. Alright. <laughs> oh, no. No, what's her name? Uh, Kat, Kath, 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 Catherine? Katrina? Catherine! <laughs> 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 I don't know. It <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so we're introduced to her. She's a sculptor. A sculptor, yes. Um, Jean-Claude keeps tripping over her swan that he thinks is like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Or something? Yeah. Yeah, that was something weird, like, uh, what's with this, this donkey? puppy or donkey? Yeah, it's like, it's a swan. What? <laughs> it's so lovely. I'm going to put it outside by the pool instead <laughs> of in our kitchen. <laughs> Which is how I feel Steve feels about my art sometimes. Random guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then, yeah, the Ram guy shows up and like, we need you for one last mission to get Stavros. Oh, my gosh, we haven't even mentioned Stavros. Front door. You you of all guys should know about backdoors. I'm like, there's a lot of homosexual undertones in this movie that come out all over. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, it says something about yeah, you you special ops guys are tight in the rear or something like that. I was like, what? Did you just say that? It got very homoerotic. <laughs> oh man. Right. Just waltzes right. In. I, I I was trying to think if that's the same house as uh, uh, Jason Statham has in the transporter in the south of France. And that guy's just kind of casually walking in, like you look like somebody used to work with. Right. No, no, no. Obviously, it's George Clooney's property out on Lake Como. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, they they need him because no one else is ever even seen Stavros or something like that. It was totally... He's like, or we need you because you're him. the best. You know things we're not gonna know besides what he looks like or acts like. 
I, I feel like this is stuff that would be summarized in a report, but it's like, right. no, we just we just need you around, man. <laughs> okay. They're all like, he's your worst enemy, so how can you retire until he's put, put to rest or whatever? <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, okay. I, I was doing... I'm out of retirement. Yeah, I thought I was doing pretty good up until you showed up here, but uh, I guess you can make a valid point. I, I was going to wait till the birth of my child, but who can wait six more months? <laughs> By the way, how long is she actually pregnant for? Like a year and a half or six weeks? I'm unclear. Yeah. Right? How long is she on that island for, or whatever? Yeah, the, the colony, or, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, cause yeah, yeah, he has the, the big calendar, and it's at least three or four months that he's there, like, marking off the days, and, yeah. oh my god, the training sequence. Oh my, <laughs> the bathtub. Right, right, we, we, gotta, we gotta explain how he gets to the colony. Uh... So he goes out on a mission and he gets kidnapped. <laughs> oh. And we get a little face-off scene. Yeah. <laughs> they ambush the bad guy and they accidentally kill his kid. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. And I don't think it's Jean Claude that actually shoots the guy. Like it's just random gunfire or whatever. But that's yeah, totally like straight out face-off. And it's like sold. <laughs> oh. Repeat that. You're you're oh. stalling out. Sorry, Skype sorry. stalling out. Yeah, yeah, the sniper and just like threw the person into the child, and <laughs> it's almost like okay, well, Stavros is going to become Sean Archer now, and yeah, exactly. Like, somebody did this a lot better. I can't quite put my finger on it. <laughs> Oh, but the, actually, the, the the action scene there at the amusement park that was pretty cool. Of all the explosions and yeah. yeah, they did an excellent job ripping off John Woo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. The, the the one part that really got me kind of weird though was when you know Stavros is there and he's like holding his his dead child, and then like all of a sudden he goes into I don't know bionic man mode where everything's like slow mo kind of jump framey and he's just pow 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 people coming around corners and catching bullets and like unstoppable <laughs> I don't know like in the matrix or something yeah <laughs> yeah it's like the matrix but without like actually doing like the slow-mo camera stuff it's more just like frame 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 <laughs> this is recorded on a hiatus or something <laughs> freeze frame take the pile on the weird pile yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, and they they chase him into the the hospital, right? Yeah, yes. Uh, and the babies and yeah, that's right. Jean Claude has to save a baby. You need the Jean Claude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Oh, and, and and Mickey Rourke, by the way, playing Stavros. I don't think I even mentioned that part, but <laughs> that's right. he he takes this time to really put on the acting with. He would have six years old or something like that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you just turned a super villain into a super duper villain. <laughs> uh, this movie really, really just goes from one ripped off scene to another ripped off oh, scene what? from like good movies. Yeah, that's the way to do it though. <laughs> that's how you make money. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just feel like Movies have ripped off better movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a, there's a certain way to rip off movies. 
Oh, absolutely. Need to be inspired by them, not just like full on <laughs> Inspired and respectful, you know, <laughs> not uh, not. Oh my gosh, I could totally uh, let's see, copy, paste, throw in a little ADR, boom, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, they desperately needed that scene because where else was Jean Claude gonna fit splits into this movie? Yeah, exactly, the splits in the training <laughs> montage. Okay, so so the chasing down Stavros ends in a big explosion, and Jean Claude wakes up, nice nice white room, white bed, white sheets, kind of a thing. Apparently white somewhere, movie. In, yeah, say like the Greek <laughs> islands for all I know, it looks like that way. And he's introduced by some robotic voice, basically informing him, well, you're not dead, but you're in this place called the Colony. So everybody thinks you're dead. Yeah. As far as the world knows, you're dead, but now you're just going to work for us. Or we can just gas you, and that'll be that. <laughs> uh, you have to check in every, like, 20 minutes. It makes it seem like, okay, if you screwed, you screwed up your mission, so you're going soft, so you're a liability now, so you're trapped here. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, the colony's like uh, basically where secret agents go to have desk jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we still kind of want you in the field, but from a distance, where where, where you can't blow up hospitals. Yeah. Oh well, no, he did have the choice. He could just not put his thumb on the thing, and they would apparently gas him, but. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so yeah. All right, so, so let's talk about the training scene, and let me come back yes. to his escape route because I have a question about the thumbprint and the gas and him not physically being in the room. Yeah. But let's go to the training montage so we don't skip ahead too far. Yeah. Well, okay. So he's introduced everybody on the colony is like a former KGB person or MI6, so and he knows sort most of, of them. Yeah, he knows most. He's like, of them no, you died, the and then I saw you die, and I saw you die. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a bit long story of it is it's the super secret, inescapable island prison slash Interpol community. I don't know. And there were no midgets on this island. I was so disappointed. Oh my gosh, I figured that would be introduced. Like Ricardo Montalban was probably still alive in 97 he could introduce yeah. them brad like, williams was an up-and-coming comic he would have been perfect <laughs> it would have been great Ooh, or peter <laughs> dinklage yeah yeah they, we need more midgets in island movies <laughs> <laughs> in cinema in general man uh, cannot live by game of thrones alone he cuts it when he cuts his thumb off oh, I, I can't even watch that yeah <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so my question is, so the gas comes out of that little computer thing that uh, he has to put his thumbprint on, correct? Did I get that correct? Yes. Okay. So, if he's not physically in the room to put his fingerprints on, does it matter whether his room fills with gas? <laughs> Good point, actually. <laughs> They they have a secret buddy. If you do something wrong, they kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. If the the gas started to go off, they would have gone and left the room. So I was just giving him a little bit more time to get ahead of the. Yeah. Room. All right. So so if their thumb isn't there, then the watch goes off. Right. Yeah. Because after he escaped, so one guy that's been talking to him a 
down at his watch and kind of has like a damned look on his face. His pen pal. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. And here's the other thing. So 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 it's secret, but I, I I was like under the impression that the person who is supposed to go after him or whatever, like knows that that's the person they're supposed to be kind of watching. Yes. I didn't know. But Jean-Claude doesn't know who's watching him okay. is the reason why it's secret. Okay, because kind of like when they're like, yeah, welcome to the island, blah, blah, blah. And after like a month, it's like, okay, you need to keep your eyes on Russian KGB dude or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but Russian KGB dude doesn't know you're the one watching him. Yeah, yeah. That's right. why it's secret. That's the secret part of the pen pal. Well, that's why... It's, I, like, it's like a secret Santa, Steve. Well, that's why I was confused when, uh, what's his name? Goldsmith or whatever, like his yeah. watch goes off and he's like, oh shit, he I'm was the guy Jean- chasing after Because he him. was Jean-Claude's secret Santa. Well, yeah. Right. That's why he was the one introducing him and showing him around. Okay. He's getting buddy buddies. <laughs> Only in this case, instead of a white elephant gift, you get shot in the head. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. So, okay. So the montage scene where he's training. Steve's he, favorite part of the movie. <laughs> he's, he's doing the hanging and. Yeah, so he's doing the splits and hanging and all that. And then the bathtub thing, <laughs> where he's strapped, like, the back of his neck to the bathtub and, I assume, just starts fucking the shit out of the bathtub? Yes! Complete with, like, veins popping in? <laughs> well, I'm not a hardcore bodybuilder, but... Normally, know. when Steve makes sweet, sweet love to our bathtub, he uses the drain as a hole, so he usually does it the opposite direction. <laughs> I guess rookie mistake? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is why I need a professional trainer, sweetie. <laughs> well, obviously, we have one here on the podcast. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll have to uh, do some direct messaging after the show here. <laughs> <laughs> Secondary podcast, how to make love to your bathtub. <laughs> All the tips and training you need. <laughs> Uh, so then, so then we come to the most important part: the escape. Da, da, da. Thoughts on the escape? It's very anticlimactic. <laughs> he swam. Well, but the not really. That guy got sucked into the engine or whatever. That's true. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so they knew he was escaping. At least the Russian guy knew he was escaping. That's why he. By the way, try to suffocate him underwater with a plastic bag, which I had <laughs> questions about. <laughs> Honey, do you know how to make drowning more effective? Not the Russian guy was his, like, whatever. No, I think that, that was the English dude, uh, Gold, Goldsmith or Goldsmith. No, I, or something. I know, but that's why I thought the Russian dude was down there. Like, he was just scuba diving to him. It was like, hey, you're not supposed to be down here. Yeah. No, the, Ru- the Russian dude was picking up uh, the supplies package that was getting dropped off. He jumped off the boat when he saw Jean Claude jump. Oh, at least oh, that's what I thought happened. I must have, I must have missed that. Because there were three guys on the recovery boat to pick up the supplies, and then there were not three guys. There was like one guy left on the boat. Ah, uh, okay. So I assume the other two jumped into the water when they realized there was when when they the security grid went down because Jean Claude jammed it. I think they just immediately jumped in the water when somebody's escaping. Let's swim around and find them. <laughs> Quick, grab your plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. Maybe his lunch was just in it, and he like threw the sandwich aside and is like, I got this. <laughs> or it's just a huge condom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep them just in case. Exactly. You know. Full of guys. Exactly. You never know. L- l- ladies might be part of uh, MI6, you know. What do you think's on the other side of the island? Ooh, did you hear about Money Penny? She's on her way here. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> the Atomic Blonde's finally been wiped oh out. Oh my god. <laughs> I am so excited for Atomic Blonde. <laughs> right? <laughs> Brandon, your thoughts on Atomic Blonde? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did it on the podcast. Yeah, we? we yeah, we did an episode of the podcast on it. It's uh fantastic. Then you may not want to listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it has its moments. I, it, it looks like everything salt was supposed to be. <laughs> yes. But but like actual fighting and stuff now. <laughs> uh, My big anyway. problem with Aeon Flux is it just it it should have been a hard R. Yeah, yeah. It's two PG thirteen. Atomic Blonde's gonna be R. Like a pirate. Like Captain Morgan. Pirate <laughs> movie? Uh, no, no. Uh, it's gonna uh, be hard, R. Oh, sorry. Uh, r- rated R. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't wait to see Charlize Theron be a pirate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Cutthroat Island reboot. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> so, pl- who plays her dad that she skins? Ooh. <laughs> Bill Murray? No, I don't know. Because <laughs> it's a family <laughs> film. He shows up for a day, collects a million dollars, boom. We give the name credit? So anyway, double team. <laughs> How many minutes are we in? You've <laughs> been distracted. Uh, we we haven't even met Dennis Rodman yet. Why, no, why are we doing We haven't. <laughs> oh, can we keep it that way? Fully to the movie until like two thirds through it. Yeah. And even then, I was like, I think somebody recorded over this part of our DVD and we're in a different movie. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Actually, you know what, though? We do see him before, just before John Van Damme goes to the prison. <gasps> That's right. That's right. In Antwerp, he's the contact where he gets a couple guns from. and Yeah, that's right. Okay, so he did make... John yeah. <laughs> John Wick. Yeah, he's, he's the concierge or whatever, or, or sommelier. Sommelier, that's it. It actually reminded me of in, um, I think it's Ocean's 12, they go and see the tech guy with the hot blonde assistant. Oh, yeah. That's what it reminded uh, me Eddie, of. Eddie Izzard or whatever. Yeah, right? that's what it reminded me of. Like, a character who didn't really need to be in the movie, but just kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so, so after he... He really didn't have to be in the movie. No, this movie This movie works exactly the same if Jean Claude just has a stockpile of weapons in a locker somewhere. Oh. Later on in the movie, the whole time, Dennis Robin's just like, uh, give me the plans to the bank or whatever. Bank plans. That's all he does in the like most of the movie. That's not true. He slides a baby into a hole so it doesn't get eaten by a tiger. And let's not forget about all the basketball puns. Because <laughs> that shit's retarded. So, Steve, as a former basketball player, were you offended by these puns? I was offended in the theater opening weekend. <laughs> and that's why Dennis Rodman had to be in this movie, so that Steve would be there at least opening weekend. <laughs> Just so he could be like, wait, Dennis Rodman can act? This I have to see. Disappointed. No. <laughs> the answer was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. Airball. <laughs> uh, it was like a Shaq movie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then the the best part was Jean Claude trying to do him too, and he's like, "The best defense is a good offense." You know how only work defense. <laughs> well, defense wins championships. As somebody who knows nothing about basketball, it was I just started zoning out. I was just like, Whoa. "Oh, don't that have, you want the number to the bank account? You hit me." What? 
<laughs> Honey, can we put the subtitles on? <laughs> uh, uh, so, so he escapes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, all right. Oh, explosion! Something's going on. I got to get back. Got to focus. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Close my Amazon app. <laughs> Twitter can wait. Yeah. So, so he meets up with Dennis Rodman, aka Yaz, in this movie because uh, he needs guns, but he's been disavowed. Everyone thinks he's dead. Blah blah blah. Um, and he's got to go after Stavros because Stavros. Yeah, I've luck with. Uh, he has a bad luck with grenades in this movie. <laughs> he, he's the reason Plus one blows up in the hospital. And when he's with uh, Dennis Rodman, he's like, "What's this?" He like pulls the pin. Oh. And Dennis like, "Did you just do that?" He like throws it away. <laughs> yeah. It's like the like of the best of what he does. He's like pulling pins on random grenades and like. Yeah, and like explain to him, like, no, that's a grenade. Grenade? Uh, they don't have grenades where I come from. <laughs> that does not translate to my language. <laughs> so, so, oh, so, ah, we almost forgot. Before he goes to see Yaz, he goes home because his child would have just been born. No, his child isn't born yet because remember, his child gets born at the end. But he doesn't know. He, okay, so he goes home and he sees. Because his wife is pregnant for 147 and he, months. And he sees, I don't know, a nanny taking care of a baby. Oh, yes. And he's like, oh, uh. oh, what's going on here? Goes to see the baby. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's a fucking bomb. <laughs> he didn't even have to pull the pin on that grenade. <laughs> Boom! And then instantly swarmed by fucking machine gun toting baddies. <laughs> yeah, it's the colony. They're trying to recapture him. Wait, was that the colony or was that Stavros's people? They were. I think they were both there. Brendan, who's trying to kill him at his home? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I think Stavros set the bomb and the nanny, but then the colony caught up and was like, "Hey, look, we got him cornered in his pool. Let's scoop yeah. him up." <laughs> Since we're here. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the guy from the colony sitting in a car, like talking? Oh, that's right. Okay, that's right. He does end yeah. with that. Uh, and, and that too, I thought he was just because it seemed like he was just kind of following him around and it was like okay so he didn't want to jump in and help him or anything if those were Stavros's guys or if it's the calling okay this movie as you mentioned just a lot of weird stuff kind of thrown together <laughs> no, spoiler alert I'm pretty sure the colony helps him near the end or something yeah Oh. Yeah, no, because his, his pen pal, the British guy, doesn't actually want to bring him back to the colony, and I'm pretty sure the British guy doesn't want to go back to the colony. So, yeah, the British guy totally helps him out, and because there's, like, a scene where he's, like, the the British guy's, like, radio is going off, uh, and it's the colony, like, have you found him? Like, we need an update, and he, like, tosses it, tosses the radio. Yeah. And, uh, to, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, they're, they're, he wants, the British guy wants out, and he's going to help, and helping Jean-Claude is going to be, like, his way out. And then there was, like, the guys at the colony, like, sending him, like, where, oh, where the, the doctor was that prescribed the medicine to wherever uh, Stavros was keeping his wife. Yeah, yeah, that was one of his, his, his buddies who I think also technically want, wanted out of the colony. Yeah. So, uh, see, the sequel was going to have to be rescuing the wife and getting all the guys out of the colony, taking down the colony. No sequel. <laughs> no mas. So following this movie. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we're introduced to Yaz again and the Cybermonks. Oh my god, yes, the Cybermonks. The more weird shit to go on the pile. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 
funny. Throughout the movie, he's like, yeah, we gotta go meet my brothers. Like, Dennis Rodman's like, yeah, we're gonna go meet my brothers. And, like, Jean-Claude's like, okay, cool. And then they turn out to be, yeah, these, these really smart, like, tech-savvy monks or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Is it wrong? I kind of wanted... I wanted more of the Cybermonks. Like, I kind of want a movie just about Cybermonks. Double Team 2, Cybermonks. Who are friends with, like, basketball players. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's just just it. Like, the Cybermonks are played by, like, John Sally and Scottie Pippen and, like, all these other... Larry Bird. It's it's like an Eddie reunion. Like, it's all (gasps) these former basketball players and commentators. I got it. We do a modern day sequel. Steph Curry is the best. <laughs> it, he, he, he's such a good player. The Cybermonks need to recruit him. Oh. And so it's all about him learning all about the Cybermonk world. Who's he double teaming with, though? Oh, um, who's big in MMA right now? Ronda Rousey? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ronda Rousey is, a, is an agent who's been she's blacklisted. She's no longer big in MMA. I think she retired. <laughs> Uh, the chick oh. from Deadpool. <laughs> oh, uh, oh my God! Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. Yes. <laughs> Whenever in doubt, just add Charlie Theron or The Rock. That's uh, that's how you do yes! it, right? Yes. No, he's too busy in the jungle in Jumanji and doing uh, Big Trouble in Little no! China. No, 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 no! It's not happening. And he's doing the Rampage movie. That's right. Yeah. He, oh gosh. How's he going to run for president though when he's making all these movies? <laughs> well, he's going to run for governor first. And as Schwarzenegger proved, you can make a movie and be governor. He took he took quite a break from movies when he was governor. Yeah, I think he, he made one or two. Yeah, he did like yeah. the cameo in like Around the World in Eighty Days or something. Where he <laughs> That's a horrible pl- played movie. Played the most awkward character in blackface ever. <laughs> I'm no? just a dude. He was done being governor. He just well i mean come on i mean california basically runs itself right we yeah. have no like major problems no when Gar- when schwarzenegger was president it's not like 77 with a zero percent of the state was on fire eat him in, in the movies that's where he belongs <laughs> that's right we who else is gonna have zombie daughter movies and yet another terminator reboot and Oh, uh, inescapable prison. Oh, escape plan. Yeah. <laughs> you know the uh, the the him <laughs> being so that coming out. Yeah, with I'm, Bautista. Right? I'm actually excited. Yeah. You know, I really liked uh, the the one where he played the evil SWAT agent. Yeah, sabotage. Sabotage is a good movie. Oh, they're all good movies. It's just funny that he pumped them out so quickly. It was great. <laughs> he had blue balls for acting. And- <laughs> 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 like, yeah. I wrote all these scripts when I was governor. Let's get them out now. <laughs> they thought that I was writing bills. They were wrong. Can I be in the new Expendables now? <laughs> I'm no longer governor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so ba- we got to get back to the other bad accent, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and, and when is he going to run for governor? <laughs> as soon as he sobers up. Womp Of course. But he has he has no money. Yeah. He promises him the banked bank accounts. Is it of the dead guys from the island? No. His bank account. It's government bank accounts that he used during his missions that uh so that he could like buy stuff and the government would pay for it, but uh he like the baddies wouldn't be able to track him. Okay. 
But yeah, there's no bank accounts in the end. He's just... There are bank accounts, but he says, like, oh, there's no money in them. Like, obviously, they would have transferred the money out as soon as I got, like, blacklisted. Screwed them over. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then he's like, I'm just trying to save my unborn child. And he's like, man, why didn't you just say that? I would have given you all this stuff for free. It's like, bullshit, you got ends to meet. (laughs) (laughs) You got brothers to take care of. (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) <laughs> buy their own groceries. That's right, they gotta get that super internet connection for that kind of bandwidth, you know? Right? <laughs> Do you know how much coolant you need for servers like that? Uh, knock that monastery, but I don't think it's exactly up to code. <laughs> I mean, the wiring in there... <laughs> no. <laughs> and I think they might have had a spider problem. <laughs> just based on... Webs <laughs> <laughs> catch fire pretty easy. You gotta watch out. Those robes, they, they probably catch fire pretty quick, like burlap or whatever they're made out of. Oh no, they're well, made out of wool. Wool's fire retardant. <laughs> <laughs> made from retarded sheep. What? <laughs> what do you think they do with all the Down sy- Syndrome sheep? They make robes for monks with them. They make ghosts now. So then we get probably my favorite part of the movie. Jean-Claude and Dennis Rodman in disguise. Oh jeez. Trying to blend in, in this. <laughs> at, first, at first it almost fooled me. Yeah. Yeah, Jean Claude. Yeah, Jean Claude looked like a little uh, French hipster with his little glasses and haircut, but then he's talking style. Yeah, and then he's talking to this giant in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I assume the one black guy in all of downtown Rome at the time, and they're just like blending, like looking around, like, do you see anybody? Yeah, it looks like everybody's here. Oh my god, Dennis Rodman totally looked like Vincent from uh, BoJack Horseman. <laughs> Three kids in a trench coat. <laughs> Hello, I work at the business factory. <laughs> so yeah, so they're in this square because apparently it's where... Uh, by the way, did we mention Stavros kidnapped his wife officially by inviting her to Italy under false pretenses? That- no, 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 he didn't kidnap her. He got her art a spot at the Louvre, and her art showing at the Louvre. He got her a doctor who's going to take oh, care of her is, during yeah, yeah, the super no. fancy apartment. All yeah, that. she was totally there. Yeah, yeah. she's okay. there, totally like in her will. Like she does, she's not kidnapped. She's not there against her will. She's not being held That's captive. Right. Oh my gosh. she's being taken care of. She got herself a money a sugar daddy. Yes. Yes, Stavros is a god. Is Stavros the hero of this movie? Yes, he's just a patron of the arts, and Jean Claude just can't. Jean Claude murdered his son. Shit! And then he took care of Jean Claude's son. He wants to take care of Jean Claude's wife and son because remember he's well, and you'll remember later he'll say uh, that he wants to raise Jean Claude's son in his own image. Oh my god, that's his long con. He's gonna kill Jack or Jean Claude, whatever we're calling him now. And he's going to bed with... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's all coming together. And he's going to raise Jean-Claude's son as his own. He's actually got a very brilliant plan. Jesus Christ. This is face-off. <laughs> Without the whole switching faces thing. I want to take his face. <laughs> Instead, we have monks and prison islands. Which is just like face-off, too. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is getting weird. And they How came much? out, like, at the same year, right? Like, 97, 98? Wait, wait. Face-off sequel... With Cybermonks. Starring Dennis Rodman. N- Dennis Rodman assists uh, Caster Troy, a.k.a. Uh, uh, Nicholas Cage. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, in. yeah. They get in touch with the Cybermonks. We bring in Travolta and Jean-Claude as the heroes. <laughs> yeah, and then Dennis Rodman has to deal with uh, his, the moral portion because he realizes he's on the wrong side. 
Oh my god. Because he's betrayed his friend Jack. All, th- <laughs> all this gun smuggling over the years, I've been so blind. Now he feels bad because he dragged the monks into it, so he has to redeem himself. Oh my god, I can see it now. There's the scene with him like on his knees crying in front of the cross. and what? Moonlight pouring in on him and... It has the little cross thing over his face as it like slowly pans over. Tears just Triumphant screaming. orchestra music. Tear rolls down his eye and his mascara starts running. Oh my yes. god, this is amazing. Are we are we writing this right now? Are we writing this stuff down? <laughs> Hello, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm telling you, we need to start writing down some scripts and sending them in. Somebody will pay us for them. At least the gall will make them. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a given. <laughs> Uh, that guy will make any of it. Yeah, right. Oh He's like, if you'll pay my twenty dollar fee, I'll pay anything. But I'm gonna have to throw in my Louisiana accent. Wait, wait. So we recast it with Seagal and Seagal instead of Travolta and Danny Trejo instead of Nicolas Cage. Holy shit! <laughs> I think, guys, I, I think we're officially associate producers now. <laughs> Does right. this mean we have to pay writing guild fees? That's right. Join us next week when we, when we <laughs> review our movie. Yeah. All right. So, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff going down. It comes down to the final showdown. Oh, Jesus. At the Coliseum. Oh, my God. <laughs> More weird shit get on the pile. Yeah. The craziest shit we could end this movie with. I don't know. Let's make it in a Coliseum. And wait, don't wait. forget the most important part. Showdown. Don't yeah. forget the most important part of the showdown. There's a tiger. <laughs> I'll raise you a tiger. <laughs> and landmines. <Set> tiger. <laughs> and landmines with crosses. And coke machines. Wait. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Apparently this was the first movie to have a coke machine in it as product placement. Really? Ooh. The first? With the machine, the vending machine. I'm sure Coke is very proud of that. I've read that somewhere That's got to be true. So they've had product placement before, but not like a Coke machine. <laughs> not not like it actually being the uh, ex machina that saves everybody. <laughs> okay, so I did not have a problem with the Coke machine being the ex machina that saved everybody. I did have a problem with they spend the last third of this movie running around the Coliseum and we do not see a Coke machine until the end Ex Machina (laughs) and then there's rows and rows and rows of them that was the part I had a problem with they should have been running around in circles with a Coke machine on like every corner maybe Dennis Robin stops and grabs one and goes "Ah, now I'm ready ooh he puts one in with the baby because it's starting to overheat So we forgot, his, Jean-Claude's wife does actually uh, give birth. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So disappointed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well no, we, we, I'm disappointed because we skipped that very intricate part where the baby is born, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a shootout there at the hospital, and the, Jean-Claude almost gets killed by the nurse. <laughs> the doctor. Or doctor, Lady doctor, doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies can be doctors too, Steve. That's right, they can in Europe. I forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, leave your comments at no <laughs> no yeah that's right L- lady doctor's hiding and she's like ready to cap him but then she's like or no he's ready to ca- and he like reaches down pulls her out of nowhere and he's like no no it's okay she helped me cause she like killed she one of the guys kills one right? of the guys yeah who's gonna yeah. cap the mom uh, and then he's like with Stavros uh, I think the Coliseum 
don't know. Mm-hmm. Some, somehow they get to the Coliseum. Yeah. And he's standing there. With the baby. With the baby in a basket. Uh, by the way, fool me once. I know there's a bomb in that basket, right? <laughs> <laughs> he shoots. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you. <laughs> Show me the baby. Show me the baby. Hold it up like Simba. What's in the box? <laughs> what's, in the, what's in the basket? What's in the box? <laughs> oh my god. If we're going to rip off movies, let's just rip them all off. And then, uh, and then Stavros, of course, shirtless because Coliseum. Mickey Rooney. Yeah, or Mickey, Mickey Rourke, not Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rooney would have been a very different <laughs> protagonist in this movie. <laughs> would that have made this movie any crazier? You killed my boy! <laughs> my boy was six years old! <laughs> Says 98-year-old Mickey Rooney. <laughs> uh, so Mickey Rourke... Who's, <laughs> like who, I do. Kudos to him. He looked pretty good in this he movie. He did look really He's good kinda, in this movie. I don't, he looked just about as good as Jean-Claude fucking that... Sorry? Yeah, apparently he worked out quite a bit before the movie because he wanted to look good. Yes. Going up against John. Well, I mean, I mean, wouldn't you? <laughs> right? It's true. And then he had to go get fake or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was a boxer and all that, too. So it, it makes sense. But, yeah, this was... Oh, man. So, the final fight. And then Dennis Rodman comes out of nowhere on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and the tiger, of course, is running about. And wow. yay, motorcycles! See, wow, that actually worked out pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> no soundboard, guys, just people passing by the neighborhood. Yeah, what the hell. Um, <laughs> drive by a motorcycle, snatches up the basket. By the way, don't worry, the baby's fine. He's on a basket on a motorcycle. He's got a helmet on. Uh, <laughs> Basket's on a helmet, honey. Yeah. <laughs> helmet's not a chair. Yeah. Yeah, it had a lot of swaddling clothes in there, you know. Well, I mean, everybody knows Europeans just make everything higher quality than we do. Yeah, so, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then there's the fighting and the, oh, don't step on those landmines. And Dennis Rodman tucking the basket away with the baby in it. Because he's being chased by a tiger. Yeah. So he tucks the baby into a hole because tigers will never think they'll look in a hole. <laughs> no, the tiger's too busy chasing guys with like machine guns and eating them. And <laughs> by the way, that tiger was having so much fun during this movie. Like, <laughs> like, like I know animals, and that that was a very happy cat. <laughs> <laughs> Until it, let's see, it gets dropped. It get, it gets dropped off a. Of, some scaffolding, and then it gets spin kicked in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and then, yeah, there's the last thing where Jean-Claude has stepped on one of the crosses that marks the landmine. But then Stavros takes a step, and there's a click, and he's confused. And then Dennis Rodman there is to explain what happened. Dennis Rodman, ex machina! <laughs> Dennis Rodman moved some of the crosses. Uh, sneaky again. Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. And so, uh, and then the it starts the whole calcium starts exploding. Uh, no, because oh. they they leave, and then the tiger comes back with right. Mickey Rourke standing on his landmine. He can't move. The tiger sees a delicious, sweaty, gun buttered <laughs> up Mickey Rourke. He's he's ready for a tasty meal. Mm. And then the tiger jumps off. Splody, splody, splodies. <laughs> and who isn't hungry after getting drop kicked in the face? <laughs> right? That, that's what I'm hungry. That's when I'm the hungriest is that, when Steve spin kicks me. 
Are you ready for your sandwich now? Yes! <laughs> uh, so yeah, the call sets off, I guess, the chain reaction with all the landmines. They have to run back and get the baby. Yeah. Also, oh, Mickey Burke had also wired the whole place. He had, like, the dead man switch or something, right? He, uh, he was going to blow up the call seam anyway. Because that that's his, his, his motive. His modus operandi is, is... To blow up the call seam. He blows gone. things up. Yeah. No, blowing things up is his thing. All right. All right he likes floaties. Uh, so, yeah. Giant explosion. Robin and Jean-Claude and the baby. Oh, they're not quite going to make it. And then... Oh, I have an idea. Grabs the Coke machine. <laughs> and it blocks them from the... Fire Kano coming at them from this explosion. Uh, and then they're safe. Everyone knows cloak machines. It's fire explosions. Right. They're built to last. Yeah, I mean, come on. They they leave them in the ghetto. That's they right. can It can handle a fireball. They survive Detroit. They can survive Coliseum explosions. Somewhere I have a picture of a Coke machine in Detroit. It does not look happy. <laughs> Uh, so they're outside the Coliseum, by the way, still burning asunder because it's a Coliseum on fire in the middle of downtown Rome. No police or anything yet, or but even neighbors. British guy from or... the colony shows up. Exactly. They're not quite safe. Just go... and, yeah, and then that's when he tosses his, uh, his radio and is like, we don't need to go back, do we? <laughs> no, oh, no, because the, the ending of this movie, like the rest of it, really awkward because goldsmith or whatever he's like all right i need i just need a sample of your hair and maybe your shirt you know as a memento kind of thing <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck did that come from <laughs> it's because he's a backdoor man yeah <laughs> you if anyone should know that and he's got a little lock of his hair he's just kind of rubbing on his nose or whatever yeah yeah, I, I was very confused about how more weird shit on the pile. Yeah, yeah and then... Uh, I like it. And then they escape via smoke bomb. Smoke bomb! And then Goldsmith's just standing there with Dennis Rodman like, Well, that was pretty clever. Ha <laughs> ha! You're pretty good at this stuff, Mr. Yaz. By the way, do you know him? <laughs> I... I believe at that point I was screaming, is this going to end with a freeze frame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't. Uh, it, ended, it ended with a toodaloo and then another basketball pun. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, no, the last words I believe in the movie were Dennis Rodman saying, I'm going to get blamed for this. I wonder what the final be. Yeah, that's right. And then that wonderful music number. That music was weird. <laughs> you guys keep talking. I'm going to find this weird music. Shit's been on the final. Yeah, right. I'm watching this movie. Yeah, uh, so, would you recommend this movie to somebody? No! <laughs> Absolutely not? No! <laughs> There's so many more better movies than that. You name me a better Dennis Rodman movie. I didn't know he was in any other movies. <laughs> You've never seen Simon Says? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, I think I have. <laughs> I, I saw it once and never again. <laughs> I think that's it. And he's referred to in movies like Men in Black and stuff, but yeah. Oh, yeah. And Dennis Rodman flips a coin for no reason. Oh, that's right, because that's a smoke bomb. Oh, yeah, that's a smoke bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis uh, Rodman's also shirtless. Well, of course, because he's Dennis Rodman. He's got to show off the tats. I said tats, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, double team. Check it out if you dare, but yeah, I, I wouldn't particularly recommend it. I I think our reenactment's a lot better than the actual movie, and more co- more coherent. I think I've got the sending credit music. If you guys are ready. Oh, bring it. Hey Mary on the floor. She's looking freak, but she's much more. Lay cheek, fun cheek. She's the head of state patrol. Head to toe. A shade of peach. That's a secret she likes to keep. She likes the boys, think they're cool. But between her legs are the family jewels. Yeah, and it goes on and on. <laughs> yeah, so I think that pretty much sums up this movie. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Oh. Uh, that's yeah. But we're, we're, I don't plan you're, on watching it again either. You guys aren't going to show it to your children? Maybe when they're really bad. So no more Dennis Rodman in movies. Understood. So we asked North the. North Korea is going to be so disappointed. <laughs> he was going to be there. There, Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we asked the Movie Pod Squad community, who's the best basketball player to to be in a movie? Brandon, do you have any uh, particular favorite basketball player actors? Blah blah blah. <laughs> well, that's in the brain, and that would be Michael Jordan and Space Jam. Space Jam. What? what? Da, da, da. Yeah. That's what I that voted a, for. Yeah, that was a very popular one, as it should be. Welcome to the jam. Oh, the space jam. However, uh, I put the poll out with uh, Ray Allen from He Got Game, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar from countless masterpieces, including Game of Death, Airplane, Basketball, uh, Slam Dunk Ernest, <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan, of course, and uh, the great Shaquille O'Neal. Um <laughs> And yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got 36% of the vote out of 102 votes. Was that the winner? That was the or did winner. Or somebody get 72? That was the winner. Uh, MJ and Shaq both got 25%. And Ray Allen, who I actually thought had a legitimate shot at winning, only got 13%. I think people know him by face, but maybe not by name. Maybe. Or maybe maybe I'm the only one that watched T-Got Game. <laughs> I think your poll's broken. <laughs> It, it was fairly close. There was only about 10 votes difference, but that says Kareem, and I assume it's the airplane scene that kind True. of put everyone over the top. <laughs> it's hard to beat airplane. I don't even know who he is. I'm not going to be, I'm going to be honest. Oh, you don't know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Well, look, look him up. He's a... What was his other name, honey? Oh, Louis Fernand Alcindor Jr.? <laughs> Before he... Yeah. Wait, what's his name? I'm going to look him up right now. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think you put in Kareem, it'll be the first one that pops up. There you go. Alright, let's see what this guy looks like. Let's see if I know who he is. You've seen Airplane, right? A long time ago. Yeah. Uh, okay, I recognize him. I don't know what from, but yeah, I recognize him. Uh, have you seen Basketball? Yeah, I'm you know, uh, You know when uh, Matt Stone's walking through the trophy gallery of uh, the bad guy, and there's the guy sitting in there on a chair? That's him. Steve, are, are we going to have to do basketball, basketball themed movies? I am totally down for a basketball month. Uh, here's. Basketball. 
Oh no no, basically. Yeah, see, we 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 do bad movies on our podcast, so we got like Steel or Kazam or oh Eddie, we could do Eddie. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg owning the Knicks. Come on. Uh, then we have to watch Eddie. Ooh, or like like. Have Mike? you seen Theodore Rex? No. Oh. If you would like to ruin Whoopi's legacy for yourself, you should watch it. It's about a world where humans live side by side with dinosaurs. It's also a murder mystery. <laughs> that sounds pretty intriguing, if you ask me. Yeah, it's it's like a film noir uh, uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> no, it's more like a film noir with Whoopi and Barney. <laughs> <laughs> If Barney was played by Howard the Duck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot, lot of great uh, basketball players uh, were mentioned. For example, uh, Larry Bird was brought up uh, for his cameo in Space Jam. I didn't remember he was in it. I did. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, he had a cameo in Like Mike. You know, Bow Wow finds a pair of sneakers and becomes a superstar. Never watched Like you, Mike. Maybe I'm, I'm the only one who's watched all these bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you're the only one who's watched basketball movies. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain, Conan the Destroyer. Oh, true. Yeah. We recently, uh, we recently reviewed that on our podcast. We got the basketball player. Oh, really? I haven't seen that in forever. We gotta. We watch should that. watch that. You want to watch that tonight? Let's listen to his episode and then we'll decide. Yes. <laughs> so, Brett. Brett. So there you go. Oh, I'm yes. o- I'm okay. It's, uh, <laughs> we love bad movies. We love the good ones too. I'm telling you. I did mention that even before I met my lovely husband, I named my cat Caster Troy. Yeah. Love that movie. Right? Love it so much. So, Brandon, where can we find you in the Basement Condition podcast? You can find us on Twitter at Basement Condition. You can also find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, uh, Google Play, and iTunes. Dang, that's more than we're on, even. Dang. <laughs> Kudos. <laughs> uh, it's a great podcast, usually two or three. Excellent. And, of course, you can find us on Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, all that fun stuff as well. At follow Steve's Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> yes, you can follow us on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies spelled out. Um, and, yeah, I'll throw out some dank ass memes uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know what does that even mean i don't know <laughs> the kids are saying it so i said it as is, is it so that your memes have a lot to do with hop jokes or something yes my dank memes are on fleek why are you fleeking isn't that when you <laughs> squirt juice out from under your tongue have you been is that what that means i think that's what fleeking is huh I'll th- wait let me check urban dictionary real quick <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, when you when you like launch stuff out of your like saliva glands under your tongue, I'm pretty sure that's called fleeking. Maybe it's gleeking. Either way, it's too close for comfort. All right, well, we're not doing either of those, but so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we usually end our podcast off with what we learned from this movie. So, Brandon, what did you learn from Double Team? I learned that you should not have Dennis Bachman in a movie. It's <laughs> a very important lesson. Should be part of a core curriculum. <laughs> Sweetie, how about you? I learned that uh, spin kicking a tiger in the face slows it down. <laughs> I learned that laser beams cause people to explode even underwater. <laughs> oh, oh, I also learned that it's very effective to drown somebody underwater with a plastic bag. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just adding insult to it, I think. It's just like, ah, ah, ah. It's like, ah, I gotta pop this bag. Oh shit, I'm still underwater. <laughs> I'm ripping it open. No! I'm foiled again. <laughs> Brandon, thank you for joining us. And everybody, check out Basement Condition. Having me was awesome. And uh, we'll have to hook up again. We we can be on one of your episodes and talk shit on bad movies. (laughs) Excellent. So until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. (laughs) And this is Everything Everything I I Learned Learned From Movies. Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Boom.